Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. I hope. It's up to work we go, digging deep for those hidden gems that make your visit to Universal Orlando Resort even better. But first, travel news, including Disney California Adventures reopening, kind of, Golden Towers, Epcot Tombstones, and running with the Roller Bulls in New Orleans. Grab your pickaxe and check on the Canary. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Well, we've been working in a coal mine, going down, 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 working in a coal mine, looking for hidden gems at Universal Orlando to help make your adventure even better. Thankfully, the foreman just blew the steam whistle to let us know our shift is over. Unfortunately, that means it's time to get back to the real work reporting travel news. But first, I was wondering, which mid-century country song about working in a coal mine is better, Big John or 16 Tons? It's not really important. I've just listening to them a lot and I kind of wanted to talk about how good those socks are. Well, the only one I've ever heard is uh, 16 tons. So, yeah. <laughs> so you've been listening to these a lot. Are you breaking out the wax cylinders and putting them on your, you know, 18th century Victrola? What is... I think Big John came out in 1961, like, 62. It's not that old. Come on. I like, like 16 of this mine lies one hell of a man. Big John. The song was about John Holmes, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's the director's cut. Was that John Henry versus the Inky Poo? Uh, (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that a Sid and Marty Croft production? (laughs) (laughs) That's the one where the big, big, strong guy holds up the collapsing mine like Samson so everybody else can escape. Oh, Uh, yes. That's... Everybody knows you don't give no lip to Big John. <laughs> Classic. I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for those old is story this, songs. Is this after the foreman blew the whistle? <laughs> Probably. After, Lucky after whistle. going down, down, down. No, that was Big John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they called him the whistle. Because <laughs> when there was a strong breeze out, there was a whistling sound through it. So many holes. <laughs> Not sure why, but a lot of holes. Not, not sure why, but I didn't expect it to take this. <laughs> well, I thought we were going to talk about some good old music. and <laughs> Have you listened to the show before? <laughs> Apparently not. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I know. The... the, the, the uh, the, the download numbers from Alabama show it. <laughs> you guys have been oh. slipping. You used to be number one. I should at least download it, I guess. Well, I live it. I don't need to listen to it. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Fair enough. Well. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> transition like to that. Blow a whistle. <laughs> Our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworld.com. 
www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Just exciting news out of California. Yeah, so unfortunately Disneyland is still closed, but um, they are coming up with some new ways to utilize the parks. And one of those is the return of, uh, well, a version of the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. A taste of it. If you, uh, yeah, if no, you no, no details, including no uh, tastes or dollops or anything like that yet. Um, uh, but Disneyland Resort President Ken Potrock sent out a letter to cast members this past week uh, announcing some of the new offerings they had planned. And coming mid-March, there'll be an all-new limited-time ticketed experience focused on world-famous food and beverage offerings from around the resorts. The latest merchandise and unique, carefully crafted entertainment experiences. Mm, Carefully carefully crafted. crafted. Yeah. Um, It's going to be offered multiple days during the weeks that it's uh, going on uh, with limited capacity, obviously, and Mm -hmm. enhanced safety and health measures in place. And so we'll get more details on that soon, hopefully. So are they still, do you know, for, for quite a while, Buena Vista Street was open for shopping and food and beverage, and then they had to close down the food and beverage is that still closed? Um, as far as as far as I know, they've reopened at least some the of the food it. part. That's what yeah. I I thought that I saw that, but I couldn't remember. I think they're still doing the outdoor dining mm-hmm. restrictions, but they do have that set up. And a some. little bit at Carthay, you can go. Yeah. You can get a reservation to go into the lounge. Yeah. yeah. Well, so they're just kind have... of pushing back and in, further into the park. Yeah. You can have these outdoor things like this, couldn't you have? Cars ride open, or mm-hmm. the outdoor the rides, wheel sure. and some of the things that are all out strictly out. A lot of Disneyland, a lot of it. DCA are outdoor cues. The Incredicoaster is all outside. Yeah, you got to wonder at that point, like heart. what what the what I think this the point is. A is. Test. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they reopened uh, the San Diego Zoo, and there they've allowed zoos to reopen. Just no indoor rides or attractions or anything like that. Yeah. There's a yeah. When you think about it, so much of both Disneyland parks are outdoors. Yeah. So who knows? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, what was it? Chapek said the other day that he still expects Avengers Campus to open this year. I know they keep saying December that. December thirtieth. Yeah. I feel like Midnight. it would be a miracle for Disneyland to open before the fall. Yeah. It's, so do they too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what they said on their earnings call, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well, I'm glad to see they're doing something that mm-hmm. feels like a little progress there. Yeah, and it'll bring back uh, more cast members, get people some jobs. And it's, this is going to be a separate ticketed thing, so you'll have yes. to purchase a ticket for this. Yeah, you can't just wander in and, and enjoy it at your leisure. Well, and no, and all the annual passes have been canceled, so... Yeah, but I mean, with the with the legacy fast passer or not legacy fast, excuse me, legacy annual pass holder or whatever they're calling it now, I wouldn't be surprised if we see some discounts. For mm-hmm. And Buena Vista Street, that part is you don't have to have a ticket; you can just go right. shop and eat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, this could, I I look forward to seeing how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Heather has a story that's exciting for fans of Golden Towers. Golden shower? Do you like golden towers? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, France just announced that they are going to be changing the color of the Eiffel Tower just in time for the 2024 Olympics. Are they going to make it look like a birthday cake? Is that... 
Yes, how did you guess? It's a great idea. They've decided to paint it more of a gold color. They're going to add a layer of gold paint to make it shimmer and shine by day and night. They're going for kind of a, when it's all lit up at night, it's sort of golden. So they're kind of trying to bring that into the daytime. And so they're going to, for the next two years, they're going to be scraping off the paint and the rust, which they do every, I can't, I can't remember. I think it's every 10 years. They I'm trying to think like goes, now, what is the paint that's on it now? Seems like it's just kind a of, rusty patina. Kind yeah, of it's out. kind of a bronzy brown. They call mm. it a brown, brownish yellow. Le and that, brown. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that they're going for a yellowish brown instead of brownish yellow. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That part I thought was a little weird. but Subtle. It's, it's a nuance. Yeah, we want right. a more baby yeah. poop look to it. Yes. yes. Yeah, every, every about every 10 years they do have guys on... Uh, it sort of repelling down it, scraping off the rust and, and then, and they repaint it. And this time they're going to going for something a little more golden and it's going to take, they think it will be finished. They've started it. They think it'll be finished sometime next at the, by the end of next year. And what? they're already starting to get <laughs> ready for the two guys. <laughs> it may be. Yeah. <laughs> It's too late off clowns from Cirque we've, du Soleil. We've started painting it and we should be done. Yes, we'll be done by the end of next year. And there's, there's, it's, you know, if all two full clowns from Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that works somewhere. <laughs> they're, they're going full steam ahead, uh, getting ready for the 2024 Olympics. So we still haven't had the 2020 Olympics yet. But <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be weird because it's going to happen in 21 and then 24. Yeah, it seems like they're planning. They're not planning to delay the next set. They'll just mm -mm. do this Olympics as soon as they, they normally can. Have four sets you know four years worth of trials mm -hmm. and in between uh, mm -hmm. competitions. So yeah and then it was they 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 changed when the winter olympics are so that they're staggered now it's they're every two the years yeah yes <laughs> at the beach <laughs> i think uh, tokyo is the i think i read recently that they are expecting to be able to do it this year uh, mm -hmm. mm, i don't know <laughs> i hope so that, I mean, they that, did nfl and all the other sports yeah, that's true they gotta I've let people seen, travel though, that there's there's differing opinions depending on if you listen to the official story that's given to the rest of the world or if you actually live there in <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm. it's it's going to be a situation where they'll they're going to have to require athletes coming in to have been vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, that's I really how they're going to do it. It's going to be a bubble situation similar to what yeah. the NBA did at Walt mm. Disney World. That's smart. Uh, I'm I'm kind of curious. I'm looking up right now. Apparently, did you see in the article that they in the past they've painted the Eiffel Tower orange, green and yellow? Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, why did they do? I'm curious why they decided to go with an like orange Eiffel Tower. An orange. Yeah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> Apparently. I, can, I um, imagine it's like a 70s kind of carpet. Deep yeah. Shag, yeah. Carpet Apparently orange. Gustav Eiffel wanted it to be more of a golden color. When he first conceived of the tower and uh, the, the Parisians always hated it right from the beginning. <laughs> It's grown on them over, what, a hundred years? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. 
Well, when speaking you, of something else that people have always hated since the very beginning, Chess has an exciting story out of that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, the legal le- leave. A, I can't even say it. Leave a legacy. <laughs> tombstones have returned to Epcot um, in, in a different form and far more frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, so these, uh, the, you know, these old, I, I call them tombstones, but the old leave, leave a legacy photo blocks were removed as part of the overhaul of Epcot. Um, now we have and new multicolor. Yeah, yeah, it's by the people, I guess, that paid money for those. Right. <laughs> um, but they are back in a new form. These uh, are new multicolored walls that are uh, in place just outside the turnstiles at both entrances. And now guests can use their smart device to scan QR codes on the wall, um, and then it will tell them on a tile finder where they can find their picture. Um, no word, though, on if step ladders will be provided because right, they're, if, they're tall. They are oh. roughly about seven feet tall. If you are on the top, what looks like 20 rows of photos and you are not seven, seven feet, tall, feet tall, you're not going to see your photo. So yeah, they need those rolling library ladders. Did, yeah. Did, did <laughs> or just a cast member that you can hold that, on the shoulders. Yeah. Did we have any idea that they were bringing these planning to bring these they back? They said they were going to yeah. do something with them when people oh, okay. tried about it. Yeah, they said they would bring yeah. them back mainly because they didn't want to field all the complaints from the people that did purchase them. <laughs> I think this and, looks and cool. Insane. I hadn't it does noticed look cool. that they were seven feet tall, but I like the color and I like that they're, yeah. they're not just... I mean, it literally looked like those bunkers at Normandy when it you did. used to go yeah. in there. It's just like concrete slabs that were blocking the, the flow of traffic and everything. Mm-hmm. This is great. They've opened that area up and it's colorful. Yeah. It's much I hadn't noticed that it was so tall, you wouldn't be able to see your little yeah, pictures that's, are only like one inch by one They're inch. very small. There's, uh, It's pretty bad. Yeah, they've, they've been getting a lot of complaints on that. And if you look at photos, the, the photo they released has some cast members, you know, pointing out their photo. And if you look about two more feet above them, you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not up there. <laughs> they probably just put sync up there. So. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's what I was about to say. The examples I saw were the sync fellas had found their pictures. Joey Fatone's like way up there. Mm-hmm. He's tall. No, no, <laughs> he's he's rotund. <laughs> oh, that's what I was thinking. He's tall in the wide sense yeah. of the word. <laughs> he's not short, but I peed next to him in Mexico, so he's he's. <laughs> I remember that. He's less yes, than six feet. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ran Did into him in the bathroom. One? <laughs> yeah, I see why your last name is Fat One. <laughs> he has a hot dog chain that's called Fat Ones. <laughs> nice. Nice. You okay, Dan? And if you'd like no. a Fat One. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> why is everything returned to Peter? <laughs> All the best things are. Because we have a brand, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Well, are you guys are you guys fans of of Nickelodeon and their no. wonder? No, not at all. Oh. I was I am. very much so when I was young. Well, there I is. A f- I just I just bought both seasons <laughs> of Salute Your Shorts on Amazon Prime. <laughs> That's a good Dan, like five I have, bucks. How can I? I have it? got this this resort that I want to talk about next is definitely for you. And Kendra would love this, this too. There's a brand new resort opening on June 1st in um, Riviera Maya in Mexico. And Jeff and I got to don some hard hats and get a sneak peek this week. And I got to tell you, it is spectacular. It's going to be the first Nickelodeon resort in Mexico. 
And when I first saw this on our itinerary, I thought, yeah, Nickelodeon SpongeBob Same. Resort. It's gonna be it's gonna be cheesy. It is absolutely gorgeous. I should not have had any doubts because the charisma resorts are just known for luxury and being really beautiful and cool mm-hmm. and high end. This is great. It's somehow just as cheesy and Nickelodeon as you want, but really, really beautiful at the same time. And somehow luxurious as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. It's it's going to be a 280 all suite resort. They all have two bathrooms, which is fantastic. And every single room is has a connecting door to another room. So you can get, starting with a one-bedroom, you can get up to a three-bedroom suite, which will have would have six bathrooms. So it's mm-hmm. definitely very family-friendly. Each suite can sleep up to five people with murky and beds. Out. and Yeah, and they're Even all swim-out. if you're swim on the out. floor, you can swim out. So it's like a yes. swim-out balcony. Every single one of them. You're a private infinity pool that then you swim out and you can swim along until you come upon a bar or yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. on all these levels. Yeah. You can nice. leave your kids in the room and swim to the bar. Yeah. It's a bar swim. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. If you're on the main floor, you can swim from your room to the main feature pool, which mm-hmm. is very cool. It has kind of um Almost a cruise ship vibe to the whole building, the way that it looks. Yeah, the building, all the corners are rounded like uh, like the old steamliner type ships. It's mm-hmm. nautical looking with, with round windows, portal windows. And it's really, really cool. It was really beautiful. And we got to see two of the suites. And they're very nice. They had, they had at least mm-hmm. two of the... Uh, connecting room suites uh, that were finished and fully decked out and had all the soft goods and everything in there so you could see them. We were allowed to take photos inside the rooms only, but none of the outside. And they didn't even take us around to where you could see mm-hmm. the uh, construction on the beach side of things where the pools are. But then we toured a facility next door and you could just see right mm-hmm. into it anyway. Dan, one of the higher end suites in this resort is called the Turtle Lair and it is yeah. the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lair. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah a, but also how about this one that's got the giant golden pineapple? Yes, the pineapple suite is on the top of the building. And it's a huge gold pineapple sitting on top. And you can, the inside the pineapple is a playroom for kids. And it looks like SpongeBob's pineapple under the sea. And even that is somehow like not tech. Yeah. I no. had I had kind of low expectations because if you remember what an armpit the Nickelodeon uh, resort was down in in Orlando, in Orlando before it, mm-hmm. it was not a it was disgusting. No, this but one, um, you can get slimed, so I'm yes, there. For this. Like, yes. the yeah, fact that you can get slimed, I'm <laughs> yeah. there. Yes, I'm in. And then did you see the Snick Lounge? I like that it's not just the newer things. They've got they've got this lounge that's. Uh, Throwing it back to the nineties with mm-hmm. Snake. Uh, one of the bars. One of the yeah. bars is a bikini. Is bikini the bikini bottom bar? So that one is SpongeBob. They have six restaurants, and all they all look beautiful. I mean, even even with the theming, they're well done and luxurious. And mm-hmm. I think it really is for the kids. Will love it, but I also think it's for adults who watched that stuff when they were kids. And yeah, you guys, yeah. your age group, yeah, right, because you grew up with Nick, and then have kids that are into it Mm -hmm. now one of the great things though is that they also are going to have the largest water park in mexico it's a six acre water park 
and it looks, we've seen the concept art, and it looks just spectacular. Well, we've but seen it from a, we were on the other side of the jungle mm-hmm. from it, but you can see it sticking up. Amazing, huge water slides and stuff. And that will also have a day pass where you can guess. If you're not staying there. Of, yeah, if you're not staying there, you can get just mm-hmm. a day pass to the park. But they're going to keep the numbers limited mm-hmm. so it's not overrun with outside folks. And, and they said that uh, stay there. people who staying are staying there will have some priority. And the water park is not right next to the resort, so it's not going to be loud and mm-hmm. interrupting your when you're in your room. That part is right on the ocean front. And then the main lobby and the water park are uh, set back, and there's some mangrove jungle between the two. And they'll they'll be, um, they said, both golf cart transportation and mm-hmm. some trams that are Nickelodeon themed that will take golf you. carts that are cruising through there just one after the next all all through those properties too. So it's easy. You just walk out your door and zoom, here comes somebody. Yeah, it it looks absolutely spectacular. It's. Uh, we're able to book it already, and then it will be opening on June 1st. And it's on a really pretty stretch of beach in the Riviera Maya. It sits next to some of Charisma's other resorts, and the, the beach is just beautiful right there. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of I everything. If you're a bar person, mm-hmm. they have lots of bars. If you want to stay in your pool, you can sit in and the I pool. And I like to combine the two and swim to my bar. Swim to a bar, <laughs> yes. So yeah, check I'm, it out. I'm ready to to book already. It looks so good. And then when that was one out. of the questions we we asked, will you be able to get slimed? Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah. And they have multiple different. You can do family slime. You can do like a pay extra to just get slimed. They'll have competitions <laughs> yeah. that involve getting slimed. <laughs> All sorts of things. There's going to be plenty. Is of there a package where it can just be someone following me around, and every time I say I don't know, I get slimed? <laughs> <laughs> You're really dating yourself that, there, either. Yeah, I know, I know, right? But uh, hey, I'm up on the new Nick stuff. I saw the puppy dog pals in some of the art. Knew that what that was. Thank you, Wyatt and Presley and Alex. I, I and did Sophie. not know what that was. <laughs> Of course, what Heather meant to say was Paw Patrol, which is a popular Nick Jr. TV show, not Puppy Dog Pals, which is a Disney Jr. show. Don't at me, dog-themed toddler TV nerds. We now return you to regularly scheduled programming. Your kids would love this place. Absolutely. And one of the things I also love about the Charisma Resorts is that if you do have smaller kids and you're traveling from the U.S., Mm. you don't have to travel with all your crap. Because they have strollers and cribs yeah. and bottle warmers and baby, baby monitors. Food. And yes, yeah, you just tell everything. them what your needs are and it's all in the room ready for it. They even had the little inserts uh, for wash for bathing babies that mm-hmm. they in the bathtub installed in your bathtubs oh, already. Yes, yeah. Diaper genies, all the gear that you need. They already have it and will provide it for you in your sleep, in your suite. I thought that in was amazing. In your That's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Sneak in while you're sleeping. Here's a diaper genie. <laughs> Slide in with your stroller. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's all inclusive, that's what you would hope. For. Exactly. So yeah, all awesome. inclusive, including the all the baby gear. Just yeah. strap strap your kid in a baby Bjorn and show up, and they'll give you all the stuff you need. Nice. Yeah, that's very different. And cool for them. Mm-hmm. Something else that's very different and cool. For the best travel hacks when you're planning your trips, here's key to the world travel with just the tips. Just the tips. 
<laughs> Thank you. Uh, this week's tip will help you pay for a trip to uh, the Nickelodeon Resort, courtesy of Jessica White. Hi, I am Jessica White, and one of my favorite travel tips that I like to give to my clients is to always be prepared to travel. And in doing that, what I mean is to buy gift cards every single time you go to the grocery store. So I'll add like a $25 Disney gift card to um, each time I make a grocery bill or maybe a $50 universal gift card once a month or even maybe a $100 carnival gift card or um, Southwest. There's several that you can get at the grocery stores. And the nice thing about it is your grocery store probably has some sort of points system. So you earn fuel points when you buy gift cards. That's my tip. That's a really good one. Yeah. And what is it? Target's red card has the 5%. Yeah. If you buy it with your red card, you get 5% off. So you're saving some money. Yeah. I need to do more of that. I used to do that a lot when we traveled more as a family to go down to Disney World. I would always buy those gift cards and basically hide them in the grocery budget. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I once had a client pay for an over $10,000 Disney Cruise Line trip with all $25 and $50 gift cards. (laughs) That was really fun. Did you send them a personal thank you? Yes. And then (laughs) later they did come out with the Disney gift card website where you can combine multiple gift cards onto one up to $1,000 to sort of cut down on the number of them that you're carrying around. But that was not in place when I did that one. It was fun. And you can only enter one at a time online. So you got to call in and read it to the, to the reservation center cast member who super loves you, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're kind of used to it because it's definitely a, a trick that people and are aware of. your desk is covered in that gray stuff. You have to straight <laughs> off to yes! see the number. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, you yes, guys, as, as, as soon as cruising comes back, What's that? Next year, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting to think it's not going to be very soon, you guys. Anybody else getting that vibe? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, MSC Cruises just hired a new bartender who can speak eight languages. He's a good dancer. He knows a lot of trivia. And he's really good at mixing cocktails. His name is Rob. And he's Rob. a robot. <laughs> I I love this because the Royal Caribbean already has a, a few ships that have the robot bar on board, but they those are a robot arm. That's and pretty you, cool, though. That, yeah, it is really neat. This yeah. one is actually Rob is a humanoid robot, so he's mm. he's kind of what you think of when you think of a robot. And his bar is called the Starship Club. And you can interact with him and order your drink from him. He speaks eight different languages, and he'll entertain you while he's mixing up your drinks. It looks it looks really fun. It's I love the ones on Royal him? Caribbean. This is a good. This is this is a good thought. I bet you don't. You could maybe <laughs> yeah, leave him a can of like W. Him. You could give him a can of WD forty, baby. There you go. <laughs> Tip him in microchips. Uh, the Oof. the Starship Club bar where he works looks pretty cool. It's got holograms all over the place and digital art walls. Uh, looks like it will be fun. He speaks English, Italian, Spanish, French, German, 
Portuguese, Chinese, and Japanese. And you can still respond to you in any of those those languages. Yeah. Now, the real question, though, is can he understand any of those languages coming out of a highly inebriated person? This is, <laughs> this is a very good see. question. <laughs> they forgot to teach him drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Drunkies. That's... Yeah. Yeah, the first ship that this one. is going on will be the MSC Virtuosa, and they're intending to start sailing this summer in Northern Europe. Wah, wah. Fingers crossed. I don't know. But uh, they it'll be doing three, four, and five-night cruises in the Med and then head to uh, Northern Europe for the summer if we can get some Looks more like ships Looks like he might be water. mounted. Like in like he's his feet are stationary and he turns around. It's mm-hmm. hard to tell from. Yeah, I don't think he's walking around in there. Yeah, which would it's be cool. cool though. It's kind of like the uh, what's the guy at Galaxy's Edge? That's the bartender. That's Pee Wee Herman's voice. Rex. DJ Rex. Rex. Yeah, Rex. DJ Rex. Yeah. It's it's cool. This is coming. The this is he's not the only robot bartender around the world. There's those robot arms on Royal Caribbean, and we talked. Several episodes back about Rosé the robot in California that will deliver wine to your rooms. Yeah, they have those in the Aventura, too. Those same kind of little robots that come over with stuff you need for you. Oh, yeah. Mostly And the one that greets you when you first check in Mm -hmm. with Tootsie Rolls or mints. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The worst mints. But it's a robot. It's fun. I dig it. I dig it. His face is too cute. He, yeah, it is a little cutesy looking. Yeah, You're not like even it. drunk yet. It looks like those uh, Lego things oh, that are just yeah. for little kids. The, mm-hmm. They're younger. Duplos? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> I want to punch it. Just goes straight to, I want to punch it. I don't know why. There's just why something about his dumb face just... that makes me want to punch it. I don't like the way that robot's looking at me. Yeah. It's too cute. Punch it. <laughs> We have to destroy the cute things. Why is that? Oh, guys, I have my next entry in our crazy festivals uh, series for you. Um, does anybody know what the festival of San... F- oh, damn it, it's... Uh, no, San- not if you can't say it. <laughs> San Fermin is. You know it by a different name. It happens in Spain every year. A bunch of... No. A bunch of bunch of morons go out in the streets and they run in front of a whole pack of bulls. Oh, the running of the, oh, yeah, the, running of the yeah, bulls. The running of the bulls in Pamplona. Well, somebody thought it'd be a great idea to make it a little bit easier for people to experience that in America, down in New Orleans. Oh, what? great. So everyone's drunk. And instead of bulls, they oh, have no. 400 roller derby girls <laughs> with, with bull horns yes. on their helmets. This was a dream I had, that. actually. This, I, I should have trademarked that. This is that's mine. <laughs> yeah. 400 roller derby girls with bull helmets on? Uh-huh, wow. through the streets. And they all have, it looks like they all have... Plastic bats. <laughs> I what? guess I've been very bad. This oh, is yeah, a they're just idea. whapping this people is... on the butts with these bats. Well, I guess that's better than getting a horn up the hiney. Which is on your idea of a Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, some people might not agree, but uh, uh-huh. uh, um, and it was. <laughs> running in the bulls in New Orleans started because someone uh, told the founder that the secret to getting rich was to start a festival that was free and open to the public. 
Now that they're all broke, what? they decided <laughs> to start charging a registration fee to covering the expenses and raise a bit of money. Uh, yeah, huh. So run at your own risk. Rules of the run. Run at your own risk. Do not touch the balls. If you go down, stay down. Do not stand still. Children under 10 must use the sidewalk. <laughs> Do not touch the bulls, but the bulls will be carrying bats that I clearly see them whacking people. The with. bulls can touch you, but you can't touch the bulls. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> Strip club it's rules apply, time. okay? Yeah, that makes sense. Are they taking applications for, for the bulls? I'm sure. I want to chase after drunks on roller skates. <laughs> no, the drunks are on foot. You're on roller skates. That's what I mean. I want to be on roller skates oh, chasing gotcha. after the drunks. <laughs> I think everyone should have to be on skates. Oh, yeah. That would make it more interesting. Yeah. Uh, they do require uh, anyone participating as a runner to dress as best they can like the guys in uh, Pamplona. So you have to wear white with a red scarf of some sort to identify you as a bull runner. And uh, <laughs> It looks really fun. I would do yeah. that. <laughs> Thank goodness for New Orleans. There's weird stuff everywhere. Including in California. Apparently. Including in California. If you want to take surfing lessons, you can contact the company Surfing Goat and learn to surf with a goat. <laughs> hmm. Yes. All right. I hope it's not a fainting goat. The owner. <laughs> Pismo, I, do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> the owner, Pismo Beach surfer Dana McGregor, has been teaching surfing and stand up paddle boarding with his goats for about 10 years. Hmm. He, this happened when he, he has all, he's had a pet goat named Goatee. And he said no, he, come on. he liked to take him out surfing and other people started seeing it and wanted to learn uh. to surf with the goat as well. I, I mean, the, I've seen goat yoga, cat yoga. Yeah. There's nothing I, that I want more while I'm trying to learn a new sport than some animal going. He's expanded his company, the surfing goat. It has all kinds of different things you can do with them. Soccer oh. camps, adventure trips, things for special needs kids, just about anything, any kind of adventure you can imagine with a goat. Keep it clean, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can I bring my social group, the Guilty Shepherds, down there? <laughs> can I wear my long kilt socks? <laughs> <laughs> or your tall rubber boots if you're Welsh? Oh, my waist no. visor. <laughs> well, that's just common. That's just common, common sense. You don't want to... <laughs> Anyway. Well, I have a friend who just recently learned to paddleboard. I'm going to let her know she should go paddleboarding with a goat. <laughs> you should do everything you can with a goat. Yes, right? <laughs> within reason. <laughs> within reason. Legal. <laughs> and legal. Yes, little within pygmy legality. goats and PJs are one of my favorite That things. is cute. <laughs> it's cute. Any baby animal wearing pajamas is This is true. Until they poop in them. <laughs> That's I don't know. My wife showed me a, a picture of a a cruise ship captain po- shared a picture of their their naked cat dressed up in a tiny little cruise ship captain's uniform, and I did not care for it one bit. You did. You don't like the the hairless cats? <laughs> no, no, I don't like them in general. And then you put it in a cruise ship captain's outfit, and it was not. I need to see this photo. Was it the stuff of nightmares? 
Yeah, I'm trying to remember. The, My son thinks the, those hairless like cats are so Captain cute. Picard. Look like that. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> what is what was the cruise line? Just to say, it was. Uh, she's Captain Kate McHugh, and she has a TikTok channel where she takes you on tours of her uh, celebrity. Her ship. She's the she's the captain of the celebrity. Edge. Oh yeah, I've seen oh yeah. Her TikTok. And she takes you on video tours of that. And apparently, she's got a that's a great a, ship too. A hairless cat that she likes to dress up, and I don't care for it. You have to put sunscreen on your hairless, I like a hairless cat, cat, or they'll cat burn. Normally. <laughs> they have special Mexico resorts for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we've learned that Dan does not like Sphinx cats, <laughs> and how and how. T- <laughs> How how to bother him? I love you guys so much. (laughs) Stick around because after the commercial break, we're digging for hidden gems at Universal Orlando Resort. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Sometimes the best part of visiting your favorite theme parks isn't the shiny new mega coaster or the over-the-top snacks. Theme parks work best when they make your whole day from waking up to heading to bed into a new and exciting experience that you just can't get at home. Fortunately, the Gold Key Adventure Society has been working like a pack of dwarves down in the diamond mine digging up those hidden gems for you to enjoy. See, how's it going somewhere with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I got Let's it. Let's take a look at what we found around the Universal Orlando Resort. I like to start off my hidden gems at Universal Orlando Resort with a nice rum tasting. Mm. Oh, yeah. By that? Yeah. The night yeah. before you even go to the parks, maybe. Yes. <laughs> rum tasting at Strongwater. Jeff and I did this once, and there's yeah. some rums that will yeah. they permanently have a, damage. They have a rum's captain's table experience. It's sort of like the chef's table thing, but for just drinking. <laughs> They bring out uh, one, at least one example. I guess you have a set list of types of rums. So from Navy Grog to like crazy stuff. These naval grade rums will just peel the Mm -hmm. varnish right off the Pro tip, I think that's what they use to clean the rust off the hulls of their ships because, Mm -hmm. (laughs) wow, Smith and 
Smith and Cross. I can't remember the name of the one that I took a sip and I'm fairly certain I killed off several brain cells just with. Yeah, they're little. They're like like about a third of a shot pour uh, just so you can get a little taste of it. But they have a rum captain that comes and explains Mm -hmm. the history of rum and the making of it and the process and the different types and. It's amazing how many different varieties there are yep. in that, that Strongwater Tavern at the Sapphire Falls Resort, which is still closed, right? Not It's reopening yes. real yes. soon. Yes. Hmm. But when that reopens and this restaurant is back, highly, up, I highly, highly recommend. recommend this. They also have really good tapas in there, too. So some snacks. Yeah. They also also have a uh, occasional ticketed event uh, that's a... Uh, a rum dinner. Mm-hmm. They do a five-course uh, dinner, which each course they pair with uh, different rums. And then afterwards, uh, they have the chefs come out and they're rum captains and tell you all about what's going on. And then after dinner, uh, they have a little outdoor patio that they take you out to. They have a cigar roller making cigars right there mm-hmm. on the patio. That patio Coffee. is gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, apparently tastings of the featured rums for their next event. Ooh, I would really like to do that. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. I love strong water. It's such a great There's, spot. Sometimes uh, the flamenco actually, music is a little aggressive in there. A little over the top. <laughs> it's got great seating for large groups. That's the mm-hmm. one thing I yeah. really liked about it. I had never done um, just a rum tasting before, so I really enjoyed it. And they have some unusual rum cocktails if you're... Into cocktails, some, and a lot of something. the traditional things too. Mm-hmm. A traditional daiquiri that's not a blender drink. Right. It's very very good. Yeah. What was that weird thing they they have? It takes them several days to make. It was called milk punch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was called milk punch, and it yeah. there's no milk well, in it. Oh, it is. There is milk. It's is there milk clarified in it? milk. What they do is they purposely curdle the milk, Ew. so they strain out all of the stuff that makes milk white, and you're left behind with uh, just the clear liquid. Oh, mm, that, yeah, because yeah. some yeah. someone in our group drank one, and I thought, why is that called milk punch? Because it's it's clear. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I actually just the other day watched an old uh, Good Eats episode where out in town shows you how to so make. So are they stuff. just trying to get the acids out of it? They take all the uh, Fats out. Yeah, they remove the fat, I guess, and just leave the ass. Huh? Yeah. Apparently, it's it has like a smooth kind of milk like texture, but not all of the. Interesting. the The folks who tried it there raved about it and said it was great, but it takes them a while to make it. They have to make a batch ahead, I guess, mm-hmm. because they're yeah, curdling we their milk. Literally <laughs> on opening day of that hotel and restaurant, and they didn't have any because. They didn't anticipate being open. I think they ran today? out quickly, and so they didn't have any left. Yeah, had to make more. Yeah. They had a guy in the back scooping the curd out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had I had a couple of other experiences. Uh, a couple of the other restaurants have similar uh, special ticketed dinners, like the uh, rum dinner, and all of these are on hold right now because of. COVID, COVID times. Uh, but at um, at the Royal Pacific, uh, down at the Jake's All-American Bar. Mm-hmm. Great spot. Um, they have a beer dinner. Similar, but they do it with craft beers. They've got like 50 beers, something like that. Um, yeah, Jake's do, has a, a really extensive craft beer menu. It's pretty good. 
Yeah, so they do a, a paired, several multiple courses dinner with uh, with the beer pairings, and they also do a, a craft beer festival mm-hmm. there uh, in the summertime. And then at Portofino Bay, um, they have a, uh, they call it Harbor Nights ticketed dinner event mm-hmm. where they have the opera singers that they usually have uh, anyway. Come out, out on the, balcony. the balconies to sing. Right. But they had, so they have, they do a ticketed dinner where they have stations set up all around that little Harbor area. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. can it's beautiful sample, up there. <laughs> sample food and stuff. And they are open again. Finally, they did a reopen. Yes. Portofino. Well, if you guys want something that's a, a little less hoity-toity, um, <laughs> there's something that I've been wanting to try at the Hard Rock Hotel, uh, the kitchen, the restaurant there. Uh, mm, it's the love that place. It's the kitchen sink challenge. Have you guys heard about this? No, no. tell me more. So it is a 10-ounce burger, fries, a pickle, and a three-pound slice of cake. And if you can what? eat all of that in 30 minutes, you get it for free and you get put up on the wall. Thirty minutes. It's $30 and you've like it it, it seems fine until you get to the three pound slice of cake. Yeah. Would you say 10 ounce burger and 10 ounce burger? Yeah. Just fries and a a fried pickle. And then they're like, oh, that's not enough. Just throw a giant slab of cake at them. It's three pounds of cake. That feels like more than an entire cake. I was going to say, how much does like a whole cake weigh? Probably three pounds. I'm going to make a cake <laughs> cut out later a nice this afternoon and, give me and try as in wait. Yeah. <laughs> Call it research. Yes. It's like the old 96 This is at the kitchen restaurant. Right. Yeah, at the kitchen. That's one yeah. of my favorite hotels. Love and a great that restaurant. restaurant. In that hotel. And I love uh, cake. Yeah. So I can't believe I didn't know this existed. Before yeah, the COVID I... times, that was my favorite place to eat breakfast or brunch was the mm-hmm. kitchen. Because they have a fabulous buffet there. They have a, mm-hmm. a griddle cook that they'll make you all these different types of french toast or eggs and omelets and a lot of made to order stuff there mm-hmm. elvis french toast french toast with peanut butter and bananas and caramel sauce Oh, no, I thought it was French toast with barbiturates on top. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Oh, so that powdered white stuff on top i thought it was powdered sugar was it not okay <laughs> too soon to these you start seeing jesse garen it's still a good breakfast there. They've they've transitioned for right now away from the, the buffet and it's just a la carte. But the kitchen, it's a great restaurant. And I recently I'd never eaten there for dinner. And I think Jess mm. was you had told me that it was a great spot for dinner, so we tried it and it was really good. My yeah, they picky, have an amazing picky mac and eater's cheese. son, mm. we got him to eat calamari and he liked it. Hey. <laughs> it was pretty right. exciting. Just yeah, I like that they fingers. have an open kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, they have some cool ways that you can upgrade your experience in your rooms at the Hard Rock. Yes. You can, You they have a library of 20 different Fender guitars that you can have sent to your room along with a little amp. Uh, or if you're not quite that musically inc- inclined, they'll send up a Crossley turntable and a collection of records. Oh, I didn't know yes. about the record thing. And, and then your neighbors the actually things. get a set of earplugs. So <laughs> well, no, actually, <laughs> with both the of them, they send you headphones, and so you're the only yeah. one hearing your no. <laughs> your musical. That's stylings. cool with the vinyl collection. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. they have a, a ten record collection that they'll send up. They also have, if you're more into fitness, then no, as we all are, <laughs> uh, you can get the Rock Ohm Yoga Kit. 
uh, which is a yoga mat and other, I don't know what other supplies you need for yoga, <laughs> but uh, they, they send them to you and then you can take it wherever you want around the resort for, so you can stretch whenever yeah, you never know when the you, I guess. feeling will come over you that you just gotta, just gotta do dog. some yoga. I One thing they do com- at hard rock that like it, it meant nothing to me, but is still my son's favorite thing about staying there is when you check in, if you have a little kid, they give you an inflatable guitar. Yeah. Oh, cute. cute. Like yeah. An inflatable toy guitar. And for some reason he still loves that thing. Yeah. Mm. I love yeah, the does hard it have to be rock. your own kid or, <laughs> just have a kid with you we're all somebody's kid right? hey see that kid over there across the lobby that's mine can we have a, a guitar <laughs> he wants him, a please? guitar <laughs> i miss their he's leaving with another couple series. yeah he's fine yeah. i miss their concert series there the covid yeah. has curbed yeah. that but they they do concerts right there in the lobby i watched psychedelic furs in mm, the lobby there I was so yeah that's what's cool you. is it's it's a lot of older acts um mm-hmm. like foreigner and you know psychedelic first a lot of 80s acts i think that mm-hmm. had the go-go's play that's kind of i, I their, can't wait for those to come back their thing yeah that i hope that comes back the, the lobby is really cool they pull all the furniture out of there and put a little bit of a gate around there so it is a ticketed event but you can still stand there and watch as i did i didn't they, they were sold out but i still was just right there watching yeah the if concert. you're staying there you just stand and on the other I went side around of the, the corner room. into the velvet room uh, lounge to get my drink and then come back and watch. <laughs> and now they have the, the, since the redo of the velvet lounge, they have that the wall is gone so that that opens right up into the lobby. We could be in there drinking and enjoying the concert. That's right. One of my favorite hotels. I love that there's so many fun things to do at the hotels too. Like we did, we were able to do for our company conference this year, we did uh uh, the luau at the Royal Pacific, mm-hmm. and that was super fun. So fun, and it's be- they have a beautiful pavilion built out there yeah. just for this luau. And it has and lots you- of ceiling fans, which it was so hot yes. when we did it. <laughs> it was a little was more comfortable with those ceiling fans. But once you once the sun went down and the fans were going, there's a buffet, there's dinner, and the show. The show is fantastic. The whole roasted pig, Kahlua pig. That they That's carve up for you. I like, I like to have every animal I eat where I just eat out of its belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lay it, lay it out That's before what... me. Go to a steak <laughs> restaurant. It's just a cow on its side. And then they have the full Polynesian show with the Polynesian dancers and the fire knife dancer. Uh, we were there with about eight or ten gentlemen and 130 women and somehow they oiled up fire knife dancer was the most popular guy on the it's stage. true it's true yeah. the funk yeah. not sure why weird as soon as he'd come out everyone ah yeah it was a it's a great show hula dancing they uh they even during the covid precautions thing they were able to do it in a way that was safe where they had people down on the floor that were Doing the lesson while the people stay on stage to teach you the hula and the different dances. So that was a that was a fun thing. Yeah, that pavilion is where they do the beer festival too. Uh, that I oh, mentioned. good mm-hmm. to know. So, yeah, yep. they and used to apparently, have... like we uh, mentioned, they also apparently have a croquet field right there. They do, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. For people who want to croquet, traditional Bali croquet, and they have a crochet stand next door for people who just like knitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more they of a used to have a similar a similar uh, thing at Sapphire Falls that was Caribbean carnival themed, and 
I think even before COVID, had they stopped they doing that? They canceled it. It just had low turnout. I it guess. wasn't getting the same turnout as the Luau, was, but it was fantastic. That was a great show. Yeah. Really good show and wonderful food, and it was affordable, too. Even Jess yeah. danced at that one. Yeah, and I was wrong. About the, and <laughs> yeah, both, you give him enough planters punches. Both and, the Luau so event and uh, that one that was the uh, unlimited beer and wine, right? Was mm-hmm. included. Yes. Oh, maybe maybe they they have a whole pavilion over there at Sapphire Falls where, where that was. Maybe they'll come up with some other event that they could put. They should back consider in the them. running of the uh, roller derby girls. Roller derby girls. <laughs> what a grass crossed. there. <laughs> Um, another activity, uh, and apparently I'm a really bad travel agent because I didn't know that this existed. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, I didn't realize like that there a was a bowling tra- alley at Cabana Bay. Yes, Galaxy yeah. Bowl, and it's cool. Yeah. 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 And also, apparently, the gym there is full of Jack LaLanne. It's Jack it is a Jack LaLanne gym. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's fun. They give you a jumpsuit when you go in there. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> There's a life size Jack LaLanne on the wall, and I'm pretty sure they play his juicer infomercials while yeah, you're working yeah, out. Yeah, they're on a loop. Like <laughs> That's not a life-size Jack LaLanne. He was like three feet tall. That is, uh, they're, they're pushing it with that. That setting. was enhanced. Well, it would point in his life. I mean, when mm-hmm. he was 130, yeah. yeah. The, I love prototype the, Regis Feldman. The bowling I love the vibe is, of Cabana Bay. a cool retro theme like everything at Cabana mm-hmm. Bay. But then the bar that's off to the side of the bowling alley is super kitschy and has tiki drinks. And I think, don't they do sushi in there, too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sushi the food in, that, in, the, in the bowling alley is great. Yeah. yeah. The whole, I love Cabana Bay. Everything about yeah. the, the retro vibe. There's, you know, Alberto VO5 in, in, the, in your bathroom yeah. amenity. <laughs> Vidal Sassoon. Yeah. And what's the pert? Soap oh, or... yes, per- something, some retro soap. Yeah, I can't remember. Per- it's it Irish Spring because it's the only soap I'm allergic to. <laughs> oh, is it really? It is, yeah. Because I, I was like, is, I'm going to yeah. use the retro stuff. I'm not bringing my stuff. And then I checked in and I got in the bathroom and I was like, no, I break out in hives if I use this yeah. stuff. So. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. I love Irish Spring. Well, you guys didn't spell me on that trip, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Jess was apparently not bathing. <laughs> Have any of you ever done the uh, the mini golf at? Yes. At, um, I wanted to last City time, Walk? and I I forget it exists till I walk across the little entryway, uh, and it looks so cool in there. It is. I cool. love it because it's yeah. There's two kinds. There's a sci-fi, and then there's a horror side, mm-hmm. and it's all kitschy, it's fun cute. for kids. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I, I My family it. went and did it last time we were there, and I went shopping in City Walk. My family are <laughs> nice. but golf haters, so. Oh no, we love we love pup pup. We new use family, Jeff. Yeah, we go do uh, winter Summerland often on our family trips. We like them. We're not all that. Not all of us are that good at it, but it's so fun. I don't know. We covered. Have we covered the resorts pretty well? Should we move into the parks? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Well, I feel bad. It seems like half the stuff on my list is all closed right now because of COVID. So much of it but is closed. Someday. Well, I think the same thing is, is going on at Disney World right now, too. A lot of the extras are closed because of COVID, but it's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say someday when it's opened, um, 
in studios, that playground that they had, the Five Old Goes West playground, it was a really cool little kids area that none of the kids will understand the theme of. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> That's one of the best theme park playgrounds that I yeah, can they, think they of. They probably actually. haven't seen the American Tale or the sequel. <laughs> right. Five Old Goes oh, yeah. West. That's a thing. Don't yeah. kids still watch that? Nah, my kid wouldn't. I tried. I was like, do you want to look at these movies? And he was like, no, Mickey looks like he needs clothes that fit. I don't want to watch no that. cats in America. <laughs> I, loved, I loved Five Goes with I thought, cheese. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. I didn't like the original one so much, but I loved Five Goes West. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> and that play Same area was a, was a favorite of White's when he was a little fella. I like that when when they have little play areas like that in the theme parks for when you have really young kids. Disney World doesn't have much of that. Disneyland Paris has several really cool playgrounds. Yeah, they get rid of it for stuff that makes money, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Because like the one that was across in uh, across from Winnie the Pooh, I <laughs> oh, guess yeah. that became the roller. That's right where the roller coaster mm-hmm. is now, right? Seven Dwarfs. They moved the tree. Oh, mm-hmm. the Winnie the Pooh, that tree right into in front of the ride, but no more play area. Although pre-COVID, they did have that little play section that that was in the queue. I think I don't think you go through that section right now. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no touchy touchy. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason that that Five Goes West playground is really awesome is they recently announced that that Barney is leaving for good, so Thank you won't goodness. have to listen to him anymore. I was always shocked that anyone still knew who Barney was. No. Ugh. I, think, I think that I was just for the littlest Barney. kids, and they just wanted to see colors and movement. And yeah. Put the Teletubbies in there. Yeah. <laughs> like That's the my Teletubbies. Jam. I can't wait for Halloween Horror Nights to come back, you guys. Yeah. That's, oof. They're swearing uh, they're doing it this year. Yeah. Halloween Horror Nights, and my favorite thing during that is the RIP tours. Oh, that's what I want to do. If they bring it back this year, I'm doing that. It's worth every yes. penny. That. And it's your not tour all that guide, expensive. No, not really. Your tour guide's wearing scrubs and... <laughs> Bloody scrubs. Yes. They give you a glow stick. I mean, and then you you get to skip the line at all the houses, which is fantastic. When we did it, I think we were able to see all the houses in one night, didn't we, Jeff? Yeah, I was trying to think how many it is. I can't remember. We did see 10? every house if we want. It's exhausting. Like you don't have to really go is. at as fast a pace as as they did. It, they have group uh, RIP tours and then more private ones too, and you can kind of pick and choose. And they have stops at bars, which mm-hmm. is nice. One of the bars one year was down on the floor in Men in Black: Aliens Attack, so it looks like you're in the the headquarters of. Men in Black. That was that's fun. Uh, yeah, and actually, that that headquarters area, Men in Black, kind of ties into something else that I had seen on my list. Something that's cool that they do there is probably not right now, but usually they have all kinds of behind the scenes tours mm-hmm. of the rides mm-hmm. that you can just ask one of the team members at the line if they've got a tour going that day and get your name on the list. Um, and they kind of let you go back and see things. So you can take the immigration tour at men in black alien attack and they'll show you around the, uh, that office room, uh, Mm-hmm. In the building. That normally you're you're up above it when you're in the queue. Yeah, the queue yeah. wraps around the 
Yeah. And I had heard of that one, but I didn't realize that they do a whole bunch of other ones. Um, well, I've heard of the, that you can do that at Hogwarts castle also. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't want to do the ride, you can just tour the castle, but they yep. also will, they'll also take you behind the scenes of the temple at uh, skull Island reign of Kong. Oh, oh, I didn't know uh, about that one. That's yeah. cool. That's such a cool yeah. set there. To show you all kinds of the set and Easter eggs and all kinds of other stuff. Um, they also will take you back uh, behind the scenes through the through the laboratory on the Hulk coaster. Oh, cool! And how do you do? Um, you just ask the cast member at the attraction. Yeah, at, ask a cast member in the line at the attraction, and if they have one available, they'll sign you up and let you know huh. when the time is. Uh, they they also do a tour of Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. Oh, uh, they'll. <laughs> well, maybe Pass. if you could just see, just go up and watch the show without having to ride the ride, it might not be quite so awful. Yeah, I do if like Jimmy the, Fallon's in um, it. No, yeah. well, no, that's I, the best part about the show upstairs. It's everybody that's not Jimmy Fallon. Comes yeah, out that's what I was gonna parts. say. I love the. It's like it's kind of like a Tonight Show museum, yeah, and you yeah. stop under in front of the exhibit, and you it, it's got one of those cool acoustic things overhead, so you can only hear whatever it is you're looking at at that exhibit and it's all the different hosts and memorabilia from their time as a host that's cool yeah. um and I they don't even know have conan o'brien yes <laughs> who should be on that ride <laughs> yeah. yeah it should be his ride um i don't know exactly what they show you on mummy but they there's a tour oh. of revenge of the mummy that they do and hmm. you can take a bank tour of green guts i think Diagonale. they make you finally get him his coffee no. <laughs> <laughs> when I did the VIP tour, we did go behind the scenes at uh, the mummy and they take you underneath the track and oh, basically neat. like all the different turns. So you can look up and see all the set pieces that everybody's experiencing. And then they, oh, had that's a stop. Neat. they had a stop under this one point and it's right when the fire blows out. And I mean, it's blowing oh, yeah. out like right over your head and you can just Oof. feel the heat coming down. It was pretty cool. That's cool. That And that was just on a VIP tour that you did? Yeah, that was uh, for our, our uh, Spring Fling conference mm-hmm. we did. And then we all did VIP tours. The tour guides for the VIP tours, for the most part, I think when you're doing a private tour, um, you can they'll basically say, like, what rides very, do you want to see? Very much, yes. Yeah. And so they're, we were they're like, VIP tours. Right? If you if you pay for the private one, they'll just mm-hmm. ask you what you want to do. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was really cool because there was some stuff that our group just didn't want to do that was headliner stuff. So mm, we did my it. family and Jeff's family did one of those on when our Thanksgiving trip one year. And our kids were basically like, we want to ride, ride, ride Hogwarts ride, ride. as many times as possible. And how the kids rode that thing so many times in a row. And I, tr- I hung in there and went on with them one more time than I should have. <laughs> and then, and then, had, then yeah. she got to see moaning myrtle or whatever in the yeah, yes. she, she was moaning myrtle yeah, <laughs> exactly and then they did it a few times beyond that that yeah, was we the first Haggard's time they'd ever ridden it times in a row it was the first time that that any of our kids had ever done it and they loved it so much and you know they wanted to i want to do the, the motorcycle seat and then i want to be in the sidecar and then i want to swap I love the idea, though, of doing, instead of just writing stuff over and over that I've already written, seeing this backstage mm-hmm. stuff. So it's cool to know mm-hmm. that you can do some of that. Uh, Heather went to a function, and I know they do it for all sorts of different functions. This was a Universal-sponsored thing, but the party was down in that area in Men in Black that mm-hmm. you talked about. They had, like, a cocktail reception down was in cool. the immigration center there. They have all kinds of just cool little tucked-away spots like that that... Mostly because they're 
all of their stuff has been designed by set designers. But you really feel when you're back in Hogwarts, especially. Hogwarts Sometimes I wish they had Diagon been Alley. designed by theme park designers so that yeah. they would understand there will be a lot of people in here. Especially at Diagon Alley. Those shops are all tiny. Yeah. And during, during COVID, you don't want to be in a gift shop with a hundred other people. Mm-mm. But have any of you ever done the live band karaoke in City Walk? I like watching. What's it called? Rising Star? Rising Three, yeah. yeah. Catch a Rising Star? Or? Rising Star, yes. Yeah. There's backup singers and a full band. And it's, it's I'm scared fun. enough to do regular karaoke. I can't imagine getting <laughs> up with a band. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My cousin. I'm saving to. my karaoke for when I go to Japan. You can get a little cubicle. So yeah, you don't I've have done to worry about anybody times. seeing you. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> but it's funny because they do broadcast those performances outside into the. The general but you area. can't see the You don't see the, the crowd. people mocking you. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of, like, you're talking about how how cool this little area is designed into the into the lands and the ride buildings and stuff. Just the streets of New York area, if you really kind of poke into what's there, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. it's like super immersive. And there's cool little alleys that you're like, why is there an alley here? It's just because they wanted to put a back alley so they could make it look like, you know, old, mm-hmm. tiny. Or somewhere yeah, for that Blues there. Brothers car to drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, there's a, there's a few little alleys you can't see from either side till you go in it, and it's fully yeah. decorated. Right. Yeah. It's super immersive. They it's used really to cool. film a lot on the on the New York section of that park, and that's one of the reasons why there's not a lot of attractions built into that section. It was one of the most used. Um, you can see that in the in the Creed video. There's like a the one where he's in a boat in a in a city. That's actually that's New York back lot of Universal Studios. Oh, cool. Creed so that's, they, I don't think they use Yeah, the that the old Christian rock band Creed. Oh. I don't know what the song is, but he's sitting in like a rowboat in a city, like a flooded city, and it's it's just that I'm gonna lot. find that. <laughs> <laughs> it goes like <laughs> Wow! Who knew they were Creed a special the guest of this music. week? <laughs> Creed was the original Nickelback. Oh yes, like that was the band true. that no one liked, but yet they were selling millions of albums. Like somebody's liking it and won't admit it. <laughs> yeah. It's a secret. And then natural progression, we get Donald Trump. <laughs> Speaking of dinosaurs, <laughs> uh, the Jurassic Park, the Jurassic Park Discovery Center seems like a pretty cool place to at least cool off inside. And if you've got young dino enthusiasts, they probably enjoy. Who doesn't have a young dino there. enthusiast at some time in their life? I doesn't. Was you, Wyatt was never into that when he was little. Yeah, I always thought dinosaurs were bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had a creationist, right? That's such a funny thought. Like every kid loves every kid does love them. Uh, Not impressed. Like going in there. I wanted it to look more like the one from the movie. It doesn't look enough. Yeah, this one they did spare some expense. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they have to somewhere. (laughs) Is there is there any uh, cool extra hidden gem at Fast and Furious that we're overlooking? Surely, surely the (laughs) The queue of Fast and Furious would be cool if you were a car guy because there's a ton ton of cars and stuff in there. It's full of um, references to old Universal attractions as well. Mm-hmm. So if 
if you're if you're into that stuff, you can find little Easter eggs to Back to the Future ride, um, the old Beetlejuice show. Well, didn't, like, uh, didn't we didn't we figure out that COVID has permanently killed it? That maybe it's going to be raised and have something. It else really needs there? to be, <laughs> or it just, or is it just a momentary? It was one of the things that they shut down so that they didn't have to staff it during yeah, COVID. Yeah, but then back in September, it was the only one that didn't reopen when the crowds. Yeah. Right, up. that's why we so, kind of all were thinking. Hmm, yeah, they're going to put a permanent Julia Stiles ride in there. It's oh, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> The Julia Stiles party bus ride. <laughs> I move her apartment from Blue Man over to. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for riding the Julia Stiles party bus. We're going to have a really great time today, everybody. I don't know if you've seen me in the Bourne film. <laughs> and only those films. So you think you can dance, or I don't know. Maybe it was 10 Things I Hate About You. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good day. <laughs> <laughs> Real low key. Mm-hmm. Super chill. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to ride the movies at Universal Orlando Resort or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a 1,280 foot deep open pit diamond mine in Russia full of 175 million carats worth of diamond and hundreds of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the theme park professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. See you real soon. Bye-bye. There are no special hidden gems at flows. <laughs> <laughs> to ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song Hoka Hey for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventure Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.